Hello and welcome to the third episode of Kate the Great's podcast. I am your host, Kate. Today's topic is going to be about a series that I've recently completed, and it's called the Ascendance Trilogy. The Ascendance Trilogy is written by Jennifer Nielsen, and the three books are The False Prince, The Runaway King, and The Shadow Throne. Before I jump in here, I'd just like to give a disclaimer that this is going to be a non-spoiler review. So if you have not read these books, the only thing that I will really be revealing is the character names. But even that, I don't do all of the character names. So what exactly is the Ascendance Trilogy all about? Well, it's written in the perspective of a young orphan boy named Sage who is recruited by a man named Connor to compete for the place of impersonating the dead lost prince, Jareth. The trilogy recounts Sage's adventures with Connor and the other boys competing, who are named Lantimer, Rodin, and Tobias. It is a fantasy, and I believe it is also either young adult or middle grade, but I'm not entirely sure because some of the scenes are quite graphic or have a heavy topic. Now, I greatly enjoyed this series. It's now definitely one of my top favorites in um, my reading experiences. Um, I really liked it because I love fantasy novels in general, and I love anything to do with kingdoms and lies and betrayals, and the Ascendance Trilogy has all these things and much more. Another thing I really liked about the series are the characters. They are so amazing, and... They are just quite unique in that they have very different personalities to one another, though they all share one thing, which I'll get into later. My favorite characters in this series were Mott and Imogen, though I related the most to Tobias. Also, I greatly enjoyed the character Sage, who is the main protagonist of this story, and it is told through his perspective. I loved his voice, sarcasm, and wittiness throughout the entire series. Also, I really loved the writing style, which was easy to read and understand, and uh, it also had enough description that I could clearly picture the characters and settings, which is something that I don't often find in books, though this, this series did it really, really well. Especially when it comes to character looks and like hair color, eye color, I find that very important to picture what the characters look like, though some people will disagree. From what I've heard about this series from other people is that they did not like the politics and how much of it was in there. But for me, I I gotta disagree on that because the politics really helped to build the world and make it feel real and unique. And so the politics, though there was some of it, I didn't really care that much and actually enjoyed it. I liked the political stuff and found it interesting, and it helped to build the world, as I said before, and make it feel real. The only thing that I disliked was that I just wanted more. The end of the series was very satisfying, no doubt, but I loved the characters so much and became so attached to them that I just did not want their recorded adventures to end. So maybe one day Jennifer Nielsen will do another trilogy with these characters. I'd hope so, please. (laughs) Anyway, um, I hinted before that there was something about the characters that I really liked and that all of them kind of shared. And oh my, all the characters were such jerks to each other and I loved it. 
They were so, they were like all jerks to each other and to everyone around them. And it was so funny and intriguing to watch their relationships evolve. I love flawed characters, which should be the only kind of characters in my opinion. All the characters' personalities were very intriguing and the dynamics of their relationships were sometimes confusing, but I loved it. By the end of the series, the characters' arcs came to a grateful close, which is always satisfying. But yeah, I love jerky characters who are just jerks. It's just too funny. Now, while I was reading The False Prince, I did something that I have never done before. And I was so happy about it during the end. So near the beginning of The False Print, Jennifer Nelson, the author, hit some clues to the big twist at the end, and I caught on, and it was epic. Now for me, this is extremely exciting because I'm a person who can overlook such details in books and take everything within reason, literally. So when I caught on to this, I was like, oh, I think I'm right, I think I'm right. And then we got to the end of the book and I'm like, oh, I was right. Though I caught on to what the twist was, it was still satisfying and was still surprising. Though I had clued in in the beginning to what I assumed the twist would be at the end, it was still very greatly satisfying. I knew something the other characters did not, and the anticipation it gives you while you wait for them to find out is thrilling. I greatly admire the author for setting it up so well and hope to be able to write twists like this in my own novels. It takes a lot of skill to lay clues beforehand to a twist in the end that are not too obvious, but you can catch on if you're really paying attention. I really like the writing style in this series. It's, like I said before, it's, it's easy to understand and the description is excellent and as well as the twist, the setup for the twist and stuff is really good. Also with the writing style, I love the characters, as I said before, and I, I really like the way it was written. The message or theme that I found that stuck the most with me was the theme of responsibility. Being a big sister, I have a lot of responsibility, which set a good example, and in that way I could relate to Sage. Throughout the later books, much responsibility is thrust upon him and admire the way in which he dealt with it, though he had his moments where he doubted himself and blamed himself for mistakes he could not have avoided with having so much responsibility. I also love the theme of support and care you get from your friends and those who care about you. No doubt Sage would have suffered far more if it had if it weren't for his friends and those close to him. Now, I love this series and I hope that you guys would like to read it as well. I they were, it was just so good. Lots of people have very different opinions than me on this book series from what I've heard and seen mostly on YouTube, but I, I don't know. I just really liked the way this was set up, and I loved each book individually, though honestly, the first one's the best. But again, this was the Ascendance Trilogy by Jennifer Nelson. The three books are The False Prince, The Runaway King, and The Shadow Throne, and I really encourage you guys to pick them up and read them. They're so good. I also found a, um audiobook version on YouTube. I'll try to link it in the uh, description or show notes below, but I listened to that for a few chapters. Now it's time for the short story. One of my favorite things to read to you guys are my short stories. Now, keep in mind that these are all like first draft short stories. I did tweak it a little bit because I wrote this like a month ago, so I went through it and did a bit of editing beforehand. 
But this one I really like. It's about choices and how they can affect yourself. And choices are hard. <laughs> Especially this one that the character has to make in this one. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the short story. And again, I used a prompt from Pinterest. So here it is. The choice. I didn't get to have a choice then, so I'm making it now, I yelled. Yeah, but will it be the right one, said Roan. I... I don't know, I said as angry tears filled my eyes. I knew I needed to choose, but how could I? Listen, Bally, Roan said. This is your choice. I looked down at the man before me, strapped to the chair. The man who had ruined my life stole my innocence. I shifted the knife in my hand. He deserved it. I'd killed before. For him. Then why did I hesitate? He stole everything from me. My parents, my childhood. He turned me into a weapon for his manipulation. But now I was free. Now I was making the choices, not him. Why should I not kill him? Why can't I bring myself to plunge this knife into his wretched body? Bally, Roan said, breaking me from my thoughts. I'm not ready to decide, I said finally. Okay, Rowan answered, and he ushered to the door. Take the time you need, but I can't keep him here for much longer. If I'm caught, I'll lose my job. I left the room through the metal door. As I looked back, I saw Astron, my oppressor, smiling through the gag in his mouth. Anger surged through me. I walked outside and stood looking out on the streetlights. Astron had taken my life and turned me into a pawn. Why was I unable to kill him? No. Why was I afraid to kill him? Only last year, I was locked away, only to be re released to cause destruction for Astron. Ever since I'd broken free, I'd still felt trapped by the thought that he was still out there, manipulating those around him to do his dirty deeds. But even now that I had him in my custody, I felt like he was still in control of me. And maybe he was. The door behind me opened, and Roan stepped out to join me. Why is this so difficult for you, he asked. I squeezed my eyes shut before answering. I knew why, but it was hard to admit. Though he has destroyed me and turned me into a killer, he is still the only family I have ever known. Astron was like a father to me in the early days, before he showed his true intentions. I guess he still has a hold on me because of that. Roan let what I had said sink in. You have me now, Roan said. Astron is nothing more than a manipulator. If you let him live... He could still find a way to continue to take advantage of people, even though he'll be locked up. You know what he's capable of. Do you really think he will stop? No, I answered. He will not stop. He will never stop. My fists clenched. I would not allow him to get the chance to take advantage of another human being again. I had made my decision. With knife in hand, I pushed open the door once again. Roan followed behind me. I crossed the room to where Astron was tied to the chair, still gagged. As I drew close with the knife, Astron began to pull at his ropes. You're not leaving that chair, I said in monotone. Not alive, that is. Astron's eyes filled with terror. He knew what I was capable of. He was the one who had trained me, after all. I lifted the knife, ready to strike. Then a realization hit me. Again, he was manipulating me. If I killed him, I became just the thing he always wanted me to be. A ruthless creature who would kill if it benefited them. I would not allow him the satisfaction. No, he would go to prison. He would experience the same imprisonment he had inflicted upon me. I let the knife drop from my hand. Its clatter rang throughout the warehouse. 
No, I said to Astron's face. You will no longer manipulate me. You will endure imprisonment same as I did. This time the horror in Astron's eyes was real. I had won. He would no longer hold me. Roan, I directed him. He will live the rest of his life in prison, same as the life he bestowed upon me when I was young. Roan went to Astron and shot him with the drug he had brought. Astron's body went limp, and Roan unstrapped him from the chair and carried him to the police car parked near the door of the warehouse. I had won. I was now completely free, and truly, what a feeling it was. So, what'd you think? I'm very curious to see what you all thought of my short story. You can um, tell me what you thought of it on my Instagram account. You can DM me at KateTheGreats underscore podcast on Instagram. Again, that's at KateTheGreats underscore podcast on Instagram. Now, I had some questions sent in to some of my followers on Instagram, so I thought I would um, share what share my answers to those questions. So, the first question that I got was, what new and exciting things do I have planned for 2021? Well, I hope to continue this podcast and grow my audience and such. And I'd also hope to uh, also put this onto YouTube so that I can do some more different things on there with video and I'll probably do some live writing sprints and such. Hopefully. <laughs> I, I still gotta figure things out. Also, I'd like to complete my writing projects like my novel The Finding and my first screenplay, but I have I have a lot of things that I want to do this year. Also, I'd also like to do some more camping. <laughs> the next question I got is, uh, who is your favorite author? And that's a bit of a difficult one, but the first first of my favorite authors is Christopher Paolini, who wrote The Inheritance Cycle, or Aragon as it's better known. I just, I, I adore these books so much, and if you didn't know, Christopher published um, Aragon at a very young age of like 16 or 18, and <laughs> it's really cool, and I, and since I'm a young writer, I'd like to be able to publish someday. And also, um, I've been following Christopher on Instagram, and he's just such a fun, cool guy, and it's really, and he, I love his work, it's just awesome. And also, I got a repeated question of what is my favorite book or series. And again, that's um, The Inheritance Cycle. My favorite book is Eldest. But as I said before in the last episode, I will be dedicating an entire episode to the um, Inheritance Cycle series. Now, I have some questions for you guys. I'm curious to know, would you guys be interested in reading the Ascendance Trilogy? Or what is your favorite book? Another question I have is that what is your favorite genre of reading to do or movies? For me, I really like fantasy, but I'm also big on sci-fi and just anything to do with fantasy and sci-fi pretty much. Last question, but what are some topics that you'd like me to cover on the podcast? I'm very curious to see what you'd like my opinions on and such. Again, you can submit your answers to these questions um, on my Instagram account by DMing me at Kate the Greats underscore podcast on Instagram. Thank you for joining me today, and as always, make sure to pursue your passions for one day. Your dream may just become your reality. Bye.